Hey everybody, welcome back to the Lug of Dog Podcast. This is your host, Elias Roush. This podcast is sponsored by EliasRoushMedia.com, photo, video, digital media. Today we're discussing Mr. Robot Season 4, Episode 7407, Proxy Authentication Required. This episode is is the bomb. It's it, When I mean it's the bomb, I don't mean like, holy shit, this is the the. the biggest episode of, of ever i'm i'm talking about this is the big kahuna of season four that is a paradigm shift in the entire seasons of uh mr robot you know we now we've had some major bombs drop on seasons uh one seasons two seasons one finding out about you know uh his father and his family season two we find out he's still in jail season three there's uh, even some st- even bigger reveals regarding Dark Army stuff and whatnot, and and honestly, season four, episode seven, proxy authentication required. It's the episode that shifts the paradigm. Uh, is it, it is an, another paradigm shift once again? Now let's talk about this. Real quick, from non-spoiler point of view, for anyone that has not seen this, you need to go watch this episode right now. What are you doing? Get out of here and go watch this. I this is the one time I'm telling you to 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 pause the podcast and go go watch this episode. This is the episode that really matters. Um, technically, this is one of the most amazing uh, bottle films, uh, quote unquote, bottle films of Mister Robot. It all, it all happens in basically one or two locations, and. Technically, it's an amazing feature. It's shot very much like a mini movie. It has five act structure. It was commercial free. Uh, the music was played in a more classical tone, and not so much in the, you know the, the synth a robot tone. Um, so overall, it was beautiful and very much evoked uh, Stanley Kubrick's Eyes Wide Shut counterbalance with the Christmas uh, balance uh, setting. So we kind of have this Christmas themes, you know, happy tones in the background uh, versus the jarring uh, reality that is uh, Elliot Villar Villar as Fernando Vera holding uh, Gloria Rubin, Krista Gordon as hostage just in the other room, as well as our main protagonist, uh, Rami Malek, Played uh, Ellie Alderson, played by Rami Malek, and <clears throat> let me just say on all fronts, this is an absolute stellar of an episode. Like, like I always say, if it if it has my blood, you know, boiling, if I'm really into it, I always say it's on has me on pins and needles. This shit had me like next level. I was like, oh my gosh, I couldn't sleep. Even when I was watching this, I was like watching it a little bit after the uh, the live airing of it because I thought there were going to be episodes. I was going to have to fast forward through it, but I ended up watching it kind of late, finishing it up around 1230. And I just sat there in awe. I was just in shock. I was kind of upset. I felt like I had learned things that, uh, that I should have known for a very long time. There's signs. Uh, If you go back and look at all of Mr. Robot's series, there are just little flickers of what we were actually touching upon. Um, so I'm still kind of dancing around it. Let me talk a little bit more about the the uh, technicals of this specific episode. This episode uh, has 
the black bar structure on the top and bottom to make it much more cinematic um, in a way. And I thought it uh, pretty much worked. I definitely felt like this was a slightly different episode in a way that Sam Esmail sometimes likes to have one or two episodes in the middle of the seasons that kind of play with the the story and function of uh, of the episodes. And I think it was uh, two episodes ago we had just had a story where there are only two lines spoken in the entire show, and the rest is. Um, purely visual, which was which was fascinating to watch. I, I had a great time watching that. However, I found uh, 406 slightly more um, interesting, although we do see uh, our, our protagonist kind of crossing the line um, in that episode as well. So let's stick mainly to 407 and the bombs that were dropped and the information that we found out in this episode, this episode executed on the most highest level. Like I said, technically it's amazing. The acting's amazing. But when it came down to the story, the story is what we really wanted to hear. And uh, this is this is my uh, my grind. I loved uh, how it, it's kind of like a, a thread unspooling or something like that. You're learning all about this information. And so... Once we figure out that Fernando Vera is going to use his, you know, quote unquote, leverage uh, over Krista to to make Elliot have a therapy session with her, I thought that was a fantastic idea, and it was a way for us to kind of uh, get our finger in where or get our foot in the door of where exactly what the emotional damage is on Elliot. And it's clear that both Mr. Robot and Krista know about this damage. So they've both talked about it before. However, um, it is almost imperative for Mr. Robot to tell Krista that Elliot does not need to know this information. And so naturally, because we're in the final season, we have to know. So here's the big bomb, the big drop. We find out that on the day of Elliot jumping out of uh, out of his room window, he was not committing what we would. I, I'm. It's a lot more complicated than saying he was jumping out of the window because he was committing suicide or, or he was attempting suicide. Apparently, he picked up the bat because his father was coming in to his room. And at that pers- at that specific time, Darlene was in the closet. He hid uh, Elliot hid her in the closet to protect her. And what it's kind of geared as at first is that he was uh, uh, abusive towards Elliot. And it wasn't until <clears throat> a little bit later, as the story progresses, that you figure out that Mister Alderson was sexually molesting Elliot Alderson. And it was extremely, extremely troubling seeing this portrayed on screen and seeing this happen to a character that we've come to grow with and someone that we've come to trust and relate with and understand and seeing him 
have to unfold those memories is absolutely devastating. And having his imaginary father who's been on the ride with us the entire time almost be somewhat of a culprit within this. Like, he's Mr. Robot has had to know that Elliot was abused such a long time ago that he's decided not to tell us. And so there's just so many bombs that are dropped in the last 15 minutes of this episode. And it's emotionally devastating on all levels. I recall specifically when when Krista is having him recite, you know, what happened that day um, in the therapy room. Um, The look on Elliot's face is almost what I was starting to feel like. And the only time I remember doing that most recently was with this 2001 Stanley Kubrick movie when the sound comes on really loud. You almost have to piercing sound, have to put your ears over your, sorry, you have to put your uh, hand over your ears because it's so damn loud. I almost had that same reaction with this specific scene when he's finding out about his emotional trauma. I had my hands on both sides of my head like like I had just received the news myself. I was like, oh my God, like I, I couldn't take it. And then on screen you see Elliot, his hands are on the side of his head, like he can't take it anymore. So in a way, uh, Esmail was able to kind of channel um, real emotion for me personally. I was, I don't know what y'all were doing when, um, this actual scene was happening. Was your hand over your mouth? Was, uh, were you on the edge of your seat? Were you, you know, like, did you stop eating whatever you were doing? Did you drop your drink? Whatever crazy dramatic thing happened, you know, was there an emotional reaction? And so based on the IMDB ratings, uh, the majority of them have been 10 out of 10, uh, if not nine out of 10, um, People were saying possibly the most int- uh, intense hour of television ever by uh, MK905. Uh, the best heartbreak you'll ever have by John Bell863. Uh, this is Art by Dinsuke Muzak. Uh, wow, Absolute Wow by Stephen Jacobs67152. I, I really do think that... Um, the majority of people are going to find this episode just next level. And so with the information we find, this recontextualizes everything we know about the show, Mr. Robot, Elliot. It's going to have us going back on all of the files to check all of the tapes. Um, When we see young Elliot and his father saying, you know, you're sick and whatnot, uh, and you won't admit it. We don't exactly know what he's talking about. We think that he's talking about his illness, but we easily could be talking about him being a fucking pedophile. Um, the scenes with uh, Mr. Alderson and young Angela when he's trying to comfort her at her mother's funeral, that's a, that's a little weird now. Uh, the scene with him taking uh, the $20 from the guy at the shop in season one and, le- and them going to see Pulp Fiction... 
that's also a weird scene. Um, there, all the flashback scenes with uh, Mr. Alderson are now going to play a lot differently, knowing that this is his state of mind. And specifically, the story has not shown Elliot's home life, specifically with regards of having uh, good good parental units. I mean, we were only shown that his mother was abusive toward him, but that was only physically abusive. It very much seems that there is just this massive wave of information that is regarding Mr. Alderson that really could be detrimental to Elliot. And this is kind of just the breaking point. I mean, this episode is going to have this recontextualize everything because originally the the mission for Mr. Robot itself was to bring back his uh, his father or to bring back uh, Angela's mother. I mean, at this point, do we even want to do that anymore? Do we want to reset the balance to to zero for all the debt or whatever? Do we want to steal the Deus money's uh, the state the the Deus group's money? Maybe still do that, you know. Couldn't, couldn't hurt, but uh, what I'm saying is the ultimate goal for the entire show is now completely turned on its head. This is almost like Breaking Bad finding out he never had cancer and he never would have had to, you know, cook the cook the meth. It's, uh, it's kind of in that realm, just like, wait, what? He's been doing what? And he's been covering up what? So it... It, there's there's a lot on the table, and I obviously can't get it all out um, in one podcast. I do want to cover a couple tweets that people were, were tweeting at. I My tweet got a couple of likes. I thought that um, I had to say something after this. I just felt like I was like, oh, my gosh. I said, uh, hashtag Mr. Robot, what an episode. So many feelings, great acting, and powerful cinema on all fronts. Ten out of ten. But let's see what everyone else had to say on hashtag Mr. Robot. Okay. Please don't ask me why I'm crying at my desk. I'm not okay after last night's episode of Mr. Robot. Uh, that's a Lauren OG. Um, a lot of people are just posting photos of themselves crying or someone else crying on Twitter. It's it's kind of ridiculous. Uh I feel so broken after that episode of Mr. Robot. I quickly knew where the episode was going, but fuck me. Watching Rami Malek act it out was phenomenal. This man deserves all the awards for that. All of them. All of the actors are absolutely phenomenal and completely trust them. And I completely trust them. I even trust Sam an unnecessary amount to write a masterpiece, and you should too. Uh, This episode, though, fucking hell. And someone else said, uh, well, there's fucking spoilers there. Let's see. Let's see. This final season of Mr. Robot is fire. Let's see. The cinematography is amazing. I need something to cheer me up tonight after all that intense feels from Mr. Robot. 
I'm broken. Hashtag Mr. Robot. Holy fuck, that last episode, Mr. Robot. Yeah, they, these people are losing their shit, losing their minds over it. I think, undoubtedly, this is one of the most heartbreaking and gut-riching episodes of Mr. Robot. I kind of equivalated to... Or equivalated. Am I making up words? I kind of... Uh, I'd say that it kind of felt like getting an, uh, stabbed in the gut. Not quite stabbed in the back like uh, Fernando got, but definitely felt like a stabbed in the gut. Uh, but yeah, thanks, Sam Esmail, for that one. What an amazing episode. Don't really think we're going to talk too much about it uh, at after this at this point or until the next episode. You know, I, I, I don't have too much to say because a lot of this was dialogue-heavy episode regarding Fernando Vera. And that guy can really hold uh, the screen. I thought there was only like maybe one line I thought that really didn't work. But other than that, uh, Elliot Villar and his two goons, Young Ma as Peanuts and uh, Jahar E. Williams as Javi, I thought they both work excellent and as his uh, two posses. I'm curious what's going to happen at the end of this uh, episode. I do feel like this was very much like a play kind of in a way. It was... Uh, set up in the act structure, sort of like a Tarantino film might sort of have been, but also uh, towards the very end. Oh, hell, even from the opening credits, I could tell that this was going to be a different episode. It just has each single credit right in the front, and it's like, oh, shit, this is going to be different. And then all of a sudden after the, I don't know, two minutes of sitting in a trunk with Elliot, the door, the the trunk flies open, and then... Young Ma and uh, Javi, sorry, Peanuts and Javi pull Elliot out of the car. And it's a pretty stunning shot. And it's only like for two seconds. And that's uh, the only shot you get outside of the apartment for the entire episode. So uh, honestly, by the end of this episode, before he was stabbed, I was like, I have no idea where this is going to go. I mean, we just found some major bombs about uh, Elliot's past. And uh, Fernando wants to go take over uh the go, take over New York, and I thought the little story of him taking over the Dominican Republic and him, you know, having to go see this like psyche or something like that was fairly interesting. But it was all very, uh, what you'd say, heavy on dialogue, and I could see some people maybe not feeling so much about that. But I thought the acting is incredible, so uh, you know, I let this slide. I, I thought it was amazing. Thank you for listening to the Luck It All Podcast. Listen to all the Luck It All Podcasts at SoundCloud. Check out YouTube, Twitch, Facebook, Instagram, all the good stuff, all the popular social medias. Thank you for listening, and take it easy.